0: Good morning, Pensacola. Andrew McKay in and the Pensacola Morning News starts right now.
1: favorites. Good morning, Pensacola. It's 710 this morning. I'm Bobby Rossi filling in for Andrew McKay. If you'd like to weigh in, text 850-437-1620, 850-437-1620. Uh, we've got uh, coming up later this hour, got to talk about Tesla and chaos, uh, Texas, and then uh, California coming up with some slavery reparations. We got a little bit of that to talk about here in about 10 minutes. Right here on News Radio 92.3. It's low 40s right now in the Pensacola area. Going to be high of about 58 today. A little bit colder, uh, cooler than what it's been in the last few days. Um, particularly yesterday. Yesterday got it to like mid-60s. It ended up warming up pretty good. Uh, today's going to be in uh, the upper, <coughs> upper 50s. The uh, city of Pensacola. The city council is going to vote next week on whether to accept the city's affordable housing incentive plan. One of the parts of the incentive plan is to clearly define what affordable housing is, which I thought that's, I'm glad to see that. I'm glad to see that on there because that's been an issue I've had. And and for those of you who don't know, I have a rich history in real estate. Over 15 years of, I flipped over 20 homes uh, I was a real estate agent before I got into radio. Fifteen years ago, I had six realtors working for me. Uh, I built commercial housing. I built green homes. Um, I owned a green green building construction company in Austin, Texas. Uh, so I've I've been deeply involved with real estate for a few de- couple of decades, few decades actually now. Um, and so I've always followed affordable housing. It's always been a, a passion of mine. Is trying to is. is is keeping up with the trends with that, trying to see see different things with this. Um, something I'd like to get back into possibly down the road is getting involved with finding solutions for affordable housing. So I keep uh, I like to do this. And that's been one of the concerns I've always had is the definition of affordable housing. It amazes me when I go to Facebook or some other, you know, or see comments on an article and people make a comment about, we need more affordable housing. Where are all the homes priced in the three hundred to $350,000 range. And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> Did you just say $350,000 is the affordable housing? Uh, go back to California. Like, what? Uh, that's not affordable housing. So I like what, uh, I, and I got this from WEAR. They had, uh, I guess, a, a term that housing officials are starting to use and they, more and more is attainable housing. I like that better because when you say affordable housing, yes, to somebody from New York City or Miami or California, affordable could be $300,000, 400000 $500,000 house. But attainable for the population is, is different. So this is where I, I look at affordable housing personally. I go, okay, let's look at the median household income. And based on the median household income, what could they afford? And then based on that payment, what they can afford, then you can obviously reverse that and and figure out the uh, house house price. And so this is why I've been claiming for a few years now that Pensacola has become unaffordable. So we looked it up before the show started. The median household income in the state of – or sorry, in Pensacola area – has bumped up actually. it's gone up it's gone from about forty five thousand a year to almost sixty thousand about fifty nine thousand dollars a year for the median household income. so dual dual income's coming in fifty nine thousand a year is the median household income here. Well, m- pretty much every financial expert's recommendation is that you should spend no more than thirty percent of your income on housing. Let's just say let's just do gross. okay, so sixty thousand a year. Divided by 12, 30% of that ends up being 1500 a month. Shoot, you can't even find rent at $1,500 a month now, much less buying a house. But uh, that's it, 1500 a month. That's the max you can spend if you're just going on your gross income, not even your your net, right? So median household income in Pensacola, 30% of it, 1500 a month. All right, what about those that don't meet the median household income? After all, affordable housing is actually usually—it's usually meant to be for those that don't even meet the median household income. So that means they need—they—they they can afford—they—they they can only afford less than fifteen hundred a month. And so that's why I look at it. So that's when somebody says three hundred fifty thousand dollar home, four hundred thousand dollar home, I'm like, shoot, unless you got a big massive down payment, that's not affordable. And if somebody's got the median household income they usually don't, don't, they're not making enough money to come up with big down payments. They're usually going to be getting an FHA loan with 3% down. And even half the time that's gifted <laughs> to, to be able to get it done. So they're going in with no money down in order to just get into a house. So I, I like them seeing that we need to define affordable housing. I just hope they do it based on median household incomes or even individual incomes. Let's go ahead and get traffic on the fives
2: all right well we're still looking good around town not seeing any major accidents or slowdowns we do have some utility work in the area of west fairfield drive that's between hollywood avenue and w street Headed um, east and westbound. It's going to be uh, closing lanes in both directions along West Fairfield this morning for that utility work. So that will cause a little bit of slowdown in that area. Otherwise, around town, we are looking great. Highway 98 is checking in clear through Gulf Breeze and Navarre. Highway 90 out of Milton through Pace this morning is good. And Highway 29 south through Cantonment, no issues reported there. If you do see anything slowing you down, you can call or text our traffic tip line. That's 4, uh four three I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives.
1: Uh, Pensacola Morning News with Andrew McKay. I'm Bobby Rossi filling in for Andrew here on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. So we're talking about affordable housing. I would like to make sure that they're defining affordable housing based on median household income and maybe even less than median household income. What can they afford? What could those people afford? Uh, this comes about because next week the city council will vote on whether to accept the city's affordable housing incentive plan. Mayor D.C. Reeves is asking the city council to open doors for homebuilders. Who are willing to implement affordable housing in the area? Affordable housing incentive plan will also allow commercial builders to receive a bonus if a portion of the property is designated for those who can't fall below a certain income level. Which uh, that's my other thing about affordable housing. I don't feel like I feel like affordable housing should be something you can afford without it being subsidized. Like it doesn't. It shouldn't have to be like well, affordable housing is something we can get Section Eight approval for. Affordable housing, like, wait, what? No. Uh, There's also incentives for developing mixed income housing near transportation stops and major employers. And the committee is looking for ways to enact tax exemptions for properties with 50 units where 20% are designated for extremely low or very low income households. So, in other words, they'll allot 20% of them to be you can only live in those if you make below a certain income level. Uh, so, yeah, uh, text here, we've changed the term from affordable housing to workforce housing. Oh, I like that. That's a that's a good term. So, how much can the workforce afford? I like that. Good one. Uh, by the way, I saw that. So, I've had this conversation with people a lot of times. Many times people think we've got to get people into homes. they got to own homes. And I actually saw a report just yesterday on uh, CNBC that talked about self-made millionaires. They were interviewing self-made millionaires who were in their their 30s, in their 20s. They became self-made millionaires in their 20s and their 30s. And many of them asked, like, what are some of the keys that helped you get to where you, you are financially? And they actually said they didn't buy a home. They rented, and in order to get there, and a lot of them are uh, a lot of them stand by that <laughs> decision to rent. And the reason, because uh, I was digging out like why, like why would they say that? Why would renting be the benef- benefit to them to help them achieve their goals? Well, it's because the amount of money they would have used for a down payment, they instead used to build business or build, you know, they invested it some other way where they felt like they were getting a better return than owning a house. Plus some of these self-made millionaires, a lot of them wanted to move around or they wanted to travel more and, and things like that. And so they the money for that kind of stuff. So uh, I thought that was kind of an interesting aspect too. But either way, okay, fine. So you're still going to rent. The rents have to be affordable still, <laughs> right? So affordable housing can be what you can purchase, what you're able to purchase and afford. But also if you're not going to purchase something, what it can be if you just rent. And I guess one of my concerns when we talk about affordable housing is too often people think, let's just make it what people can rent if they live below the median household income. And I guess my point I was trying to make is if you make the median household income of Pensacola of $59,000 a year and and only 30% of your gross income goes towards rent or mortgage, that's $1,500 a month. And so I think somebody with the median household income should be able to buy a house. But you're not going to be able to nowadays. That's unaffordable. And that's almost nationwide. There's hardly a place in a country you can go buy a house for under $200,000, which is what you'll need to do in order to be able to have $1,500 a month payment without having a large uh, large down payment. Uh, Margot Robbie, she is apparently not that upset over her Oscar snub. A lot of people are upset that she got snubbed for the Oscars. Um, But... She's uh she's not that she's not that upset about it. She's uh she says there's no way to feel sad when you know you're this blessed. Obviously, I think Greta Gerwig should be nominated as director because what she did was once in a career, once in a lifetime thing, but it's been an incredible year for all films. So, she's not that uh she's not that upset by it, but a lot of other people are. I don't know if you had a chance to watch the Barbie movie, uh but I I brought this up when it came out. I got a I had a 12-year-old daughter at the time so I had to go see it. You know, she was dying to go see the Barbie movie. Okay, fine, dad, I'll take you to go see it. And I had maybe it's because I had low expectations <laughs> of the film that I thought it was so much better than what it was. Uh, but it was, I thought it was a very good film. I thought it had a very positive message in it for women and it was a, it was a women's empowerment message. Now My 19, 20-year-old son went to see it with his girlfriend, and they walked out because they thought it wasn't really a message about women's empowerment. It was more of a misandrist message. If you're not familiar with misandry, it's the opposite of misogyny. So everybody talks about misogyny. Misogyny, misogyny. Misogyny is so toxic. Well, misandry is toxic, too. M-Y. How how do you spell that? My. (laughs) And why? OK. Yeah. Misandry. Misandry. So that's the opposite. It's the it's you know, everybody knows what misogynistic people are. Well, they don't like women and they they belittle women and they We're starting to have a problem with misandry in this country. Nobody's talking about belittling men. I can see that. There's a little bit of that in there. Uh, I did tell him, it was like, he goes, it just seemed like they were trying to make it out. Like guys are just all toxic and, and bad and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, there's a history <laughs> that supports that statement. <laughs> Unfortunately, like, yeah, some of us are trying to do better, but we still fail. Well, oh, well. All right. It's uh, of morning news coming up here. Next quick update from David Wayne over the newsroom on news radio, 923. Here's today's Strength for Life with your
3: host, Pastor James C. Johnson. Do you love church? Ephesians 5 tells us that Christ loved the church and gave himself for it. Acts 20, 28 says that Christ purchased the church with his blood. 1 Timothy 3 tells us that the church is the pillar and ground of truth. So obviously, the New Testament places a huge priority on the church. If you're a Christian but not a member of a local Bible preaching church, I urge you to get involved as soon as possible. You possess unique spiritual gifts that can be used within the body of believers. Hebrews 10 tells Christians to not forsake the assembling of yourselves together. God wants us to worship Him and provoke others to love and good works. Attend. Bible-believing church this Sunday. That was James C. Johnson. He serves as the pastor of Northstone Baptist Church in Pensacola, Florida. For more Strength for Life, please visit our website, strengthforlife.church. The Pensacola housing real estate market has been crazy for the past few years. How do you know when to buy or sell? you'll need an expert to help you tune in into the pensacola expert panel today at 9 a.m right after pensacola morning news to hear real estate expert christina leavenworth with levin Reiki realty discuss current real estate conditions that's today at 9 a.m on the pensacola expert panel
0: the pensacola expert panel 9 to 11 weekdays on news radio 92 3 a.m 1620
2: all right, we're going to get a quick look at traffic here. If you're on Highway 87 headed north towards I-10, we have an accident really slowing things down getting on to I-10 eastbound from Highway 87. Also, west Fairfield, we have utility work going on in that area between west uh, or that's Hollywood Avenue and W Street. Uh, it's going to be going down from four lanes to two lanes, so that's on both directions there on West Fairfield. Otherwise, around town, we're looking pretty good. Highway 98 is checking in clear. If you're on Highway 90 coming out of Milton through Pace this morning, you're looking good. Highway 29 is moving pretty pretty smoothly for this time of morning. Chase Street, Gregor Street, Garden Street, Palafox, all checking in clear. If you do see anything slowing you down out there, you can always call or text our traffic tip line. That's 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives.
3: Why choose a Sleep Number smart bed? Because no two people sleep the same. Only the Sleep Number smart bed lets you each choose your individual firmness and comfort your sleep number setting. The Climate 360 smart bed is so smart, it actively cools or warms up to 13 degrees on either side for your ideal sleep temperature. J.D. Power ranks sleep number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed. Limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. To find a store near you, visit sleepnumber.com. News Radio 92.3 AM 1620 is accepting applications for employment. Periodically, we have openings in sales, business, news, promotions, engineering, production, and programming. We'll keep your application for consideration when such an opening occurs. We also provide internships for qualified students. Apply online at News Radio 92.3 or at our studios at 7251 Plantation Road between 8.30 AM and 5.30 PM. ADX Communications is an equal opportunity employer. Wrap up your
0: day with all of the national, state, local sports and entertainment news with Pensacola right now with Joe and Austin on News Radio 923.
1: news with Andrew McKay. I'm Bobby Rossi. We were talking about affordable housing and I was saying one of my concerns with affordable housing is the definition of affordable housing because what I define affordable housing is different than other people. I I see people making comments going, we just don't have any houses that are $300,000 anymore. And I'm like, that's not affordable. You from California? Like, no, I look at it and go median household income in Pensacola is $59,000 a year. So 30% of your gross would be $1,500 a month. How much house can you buy for $1,500 a month with little or no money down? That's what needs to be the definition of affordable housing. Uh, I got a text here, it says, affordable housing is not the answer. Jobs that pay a livable wage. Example, AT&T closed Garden Street call center that paid those wages years ago to hundreds of people. Bring those jobs back. Stop hiding behind minimum wage. Provide a business-friendly environment that brings those jobs en masse. Well, Yeah. Uh, that's definitely part of it as well, is you got to bring in higher-paying jobs. It's one of the reasons why I like we've got so many cybersecurity things going on here, UWF and some other things like that. Those jobs are going to pay, pay well. Um, we need more jobs like that. Unfortunately, some other jobs, they're going overseas, and there's only so much you can do. Trump did try to do some things. He tried to get jobs to come back, but there's only so much you can do. Plus, the markets are changing all the time, the environment AI, you know, robotics—these these are all taking people's jobs, and it's it is what it is. Let's go to Dave Wayne in the newsroom.
4: Well, people who bought an electric Ford Mustang Mach-E or an F-150 Lightning are going to be getting something from the car manufacturer. Ford CEO Jim Farley says they'll be sending out free, fast charging adapters for those vehicles to use the Tesla charging uh, supercharging oh. network. In order to get those, they'll need to register with Ford. Uh, Farley says that'll allow the vehicles to recharge in 15 minutes. Apparently, Billy Joel's debuted a new song, the first time in decades, and uh, uh, he'll be performing that at the Grammy Awards this coming Sunday.
1: Yeah, we were talking about that last hour that I I said, it had been like a, li- a little over 10 years since his last one came out. We haven't started the fire. You know, we didn't start the fire. No, it's been like... 30 years or something like that. Ridiculous. So that was very unfortunate to hear that. But it'll be nice to hear a song coming out on the absolutely, Grammys. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well,
4: yeah. you know, your uh, your conversation this morning on affordable housing has just been super interesting. Oh, has it? It really has. Well, you know, I bought my first house yes, you did. one year ago just year and ago, yeah. Uh, just, yeah, it's, it's... It was not affordable, though. It was not. <laughs> <laughs> and I bought at the lower end of the spectrum here in our area, you know. Yep. I, I spent just over 200000 which is on the low end, really, it, for it Pensacola. Is, yep. Yep. But yeah, no, it's... It's yeah, interesting.
1: It, it's interesting. They're trying to do something about it. There's definitely D.C. Reeves. Been one of his main
3: focuses since he got into office. Fox News. I'm Chris Foster. The House passes a tax bill 357 to 70, Fox's Jack Callahan.
5: It's a $79 billion measure that renews some of the Trump-era tax cuts for businesses and expands the child tax credit. Oklahoma Republican Kevin Hearn said...
2: We can't expect to compete with
5: China when it's more expensive to invest and innovate and grow here in the United States. The bill now heads to the Senate, where election year politics may decide its fate.
3: Iowa Senator Chuck Grassley, for example, says he's concerned about making President Biden look good. A judge in London dismisses former President Trump's lawsuit over claims made by former British spy Christopher Steele. Steele alleged
0: Russia had material it could have used to blackmail Donald Trump. Many of the claims were never substantiated. The former president's suit accused a company called Orbis Business Intelligence of violating British data protection laws.
3: is Jonathan Savage. America's listening to Fox News.
4: Good morning, 731 at News Radio 92.3. I'm David Wayne. Right now it is 40 degrees and partly cloudy skies in Pensacola. Well, uh, continuing to address the affordable housing crisis, Pensacola considering a plan uh, that they're hoping will incentivize builders to build in low-income areas. Uh, The plan says that a commercial builder could receive a bonus if part of a property is designated for low-income families. That's
3: a big lift. Uh, but
5: we've got to do it because we've got too many people that are displaced, that are good people, good, hardworking people, have the American dream. They simply cannot afford not only a home, but in some cases they can't afford an apartment.
4: And uh, that is Senator Doug Broxon, who talked with Channel 3. He says this plan may mean less money in the pockets of contractors, but which he uh, does admit would be a big ask Florida lawmakers have advanced a bill that would allow state residents to kill a bear on their property uh, in self-defense. The Self-Defense Act cleared the House Infrastructure Strategies Committee on Tuesday. It would allow the use of lethal force against a bear with no permit if people feel it's necessary to protect themselves, their pets, or their property. There's also a similar bill working its way through the Florida Senate. Disney's lawsuit against Governor DeSantis has been tossed by a federal judge. The media giant had sued DeSantis and the secretary of Florida's Commerce Department, alleging retaliation for the company publicly speaking out against the state's parental rights and education law. The judge ruled that Disney lacked legal standing to sue the governor and the company's claims failed on merit. Pensacola Mayor D.C. Reeves says Bruce Beach may be opening to showcase some of its new amenities to the public as soon as this coming March. It's not finalized yet, but Phase 1 work should be complete by then, while Phase 2 of the project would still be ongoing.
3: So I I felt like that was enough time um, to create some value for the citizen, to to let them use the playground, the pedestrian bridge, and all of that. So there would still be Phase 2 construction, be a fence along the same geographic line there to the south and to the west of the the completed project that you see.
4: Mayor DC Reeves there and at phase 1 work included the playground, central plaza, the walkway to the beach, shade structures and of course the pedestrian bridge. Some of the phase 2 work would still be ongoing if the city decides to open the park here this spring. That would include planting hundreds of trees, building wall terraces and overlook a sand volleyball court and of course a kayak launch as well. The construction has been ongoing now since fall of 2022 and uh, phase two should be wrapped up sometime this fall. A Pasco County school bus driver's off the job now. There's some complaints that he would brake check to teach kids a lesson about bad behavior.
3: Parents told officials the driver turned the bus into a yellow school of hard knocks, with some kids getting slammed into the back of seats or even into the emergency exit equipment. Injuries included bumps and bruises. The Pasco School District says it couldn't find any evidence of the complaints on surveillance video, but the driver has resigned. Chris Trankman, Tampa.
4: Thank you very much, Chris. And 735 right now. Let's get a look at our traffic on the
2: fives. Jake, what are you seeing? All right, we've got uh, an accident at Highway 87. If you're headed up Highway 87 this morning going to I-10, we have an accident right there at the exit where you're trying to get on to I-10 eastbound from 87, really slowing things down there. Uh, Crews are on the scene. West Fairfield, we've got some utility work on that stretch of road uh, going through uh, between W Street and Hollywood Avenue. Both uh, directions are going to be affected. They're going to be switching from four lanes down to two lanes, so one lane each way is going to be closed down this morning. Highway 29 South through Inslee, a little slow this morning from the traffic lights. Also, Mobile Highway getting by Beulah Elementary School, slow in both directions from the school zone there. If you do see anything out there slowing you down, you can always call or text our traffic tip line. That number is 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives.
4: Thank you very much, Jake. And now our Channel 3 Weather Forecast.
3: Waking up a bit cooler this morning, temperatures in the 30s, low 40s. We'll have partly cloudy skies as you go through the morning and afternoon. Temperatures today rising near the upper 50s, low 60s. Overnight tonight, temperatures much warmer, 46 degrees. For Friday, partly cloudy skies, high near 64. Friday night, temperatures are going to be dropping near 50 degrees and beautiful as you go into Saturday morning with a chance of rain Saturday night. Stay connected at Channel 3 News First Morning Weather Team. Download the
1: WEAR-TV weather app. This is Brooke Richardson from the First Morning Weather Center.
4: And right now, 40 in Pensacola, 41 in Gulf Breeze, and 36 in Milton. Your next news at eight. And breaking news anytime. I'm David Wayne, News Radio
5: 92.3. I'm Frank Miller with your money now. Well, a tense day on Capitol Hill yesterday as the CEOs of five major social media companies were summoned to appear before the Senate. Meta CEO Mark Zuckerberg issued an apology to families of children who have been harmed by social media use. Meanwhile, Arkansas Senator Tom Cotton repeatedly grilled the CEO of TikTok by asking him if he had ties to the Chinese Communist Party. During the hearing, Cotton asked CEO Sho Chu if he had any ties to the Chinese Communist Party. He answered the question no both times and stated he was from Singapore. In a Fox News interview later on, Cotton alleged that Singapore has a high rate of influence by Chinese communists. Meanwhile, Universal Music Group says it's pulling some of its biggest artists off of TikTok. That includes the music of Taylor Swift, Ariana Grande, Rihanna and others. In a statement, UMG says it's not renewing its license agreement after TikTok's current agreement expires today. Universal accuses TikTok of lowballing on rates that other social media platforms pay. In response, TikTok says that UMG is pushing false narratives. On Wall Street, stock futures are ticking higher, and that is your money now.
1: Join Stephen Schmidt, Marine Service Technology Instructor at Georgetown Technical College on the Pensacola Expert Panel tomorrow at 10 a.m. Key Marine Center is sponsoring the show. When Key Marine needs to hire Marine Service Technicians, they hire students from Georgetown Technical
0: College. It's a dream team, so join them tomorrow at 10 a.m. on the Pensacola Expert Panel.
3: The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 a.m. 1620. This is Tort Talk with personal injury lawyer Terrence A. Gross.
4: Hi, this is Terrence A. Gross. In 1986, the Florida Bar limited personal injury contingency fees through trial to 40%. At that time, I thought that was too high. I've now practiced personal injury law in northwest Florida for over 40 years, and I'm proud to say I've never charged a client
3: 40%
2: tort talk is brought to you by terrence a gross call 434-3333 or check them out at gross
0: are you ready for a triple dose of wit, insight and laughter? Tune in to News Radio Pensacola for the Markley, VanCamp and Robbins show from 11 to 2. Your daily dose of engaging conversation and hilarious banter. Join Jamie Markley, David VanCamp and Scott Robbins as they tackle the biggest news stories, pop culture moments and everything in between. They'll keep you entertained, informed and laughing out loud from start to finish. Don't miss a minute of the fun. Tune in to the Markley, VanCamp and Robbins show, 11 till 2 on News Radio Pensacola.
1: It's time for Pensacola Morning News's uh, weekly guest, Mike Wood, Officer Mike Wood, Pensacola Police Department's uh, PIO. Appreciate you joining us right here on News Radio 98.3. How you doing, Mike?
3: Doing well. Good morning.
1: Good morning. Uh, so we'd like to get you, get an update from you uh, on what's going on with crime in the area, and of course what you guys are uh, are fighting or what you guys are seeing, so that we can be both aware of it. Maybe sometimes there's things that we can do to prevent. The crimes ourselves, but uh, we want to get an update for you this week. Uh, What do we got going on that we need to be aware of?
3: Well, Monday night we have an armed robbery in the twenty one hundred block of Garden Street, which is the Garden Food Market. An individual walked in there um, in a in a hood, covering their head, and pointed a handgun at the clerk and demanded money and got some cash from the register. So we're working on that and. We, as always, if anybody has any information on that, we certainly would like to hear from them. That is a violent armed, you know, armed robbery with a gun, so mm. Crime Stoppers will pay a pretty nice uh, amount for that if they'll call Crime Stoppers at 433-STOP or use the P3 app on their smartphone. Uh, no questions asked. We just want the information.
1: Okay, sounds good. Um, what else you got going on? We've had some car accidents that we need, a, some, something unique with car accidents.
3: Yeah, three recently, one in East Hill, another one on 12th Avenue, and last night or early this morning, a uh, third one at 9th in Palafox. All three of these accidents involved vehicles hitting buildings. Two of them uh, were were houses. So uh, fortunately, the, the one on 12th Avenue, the house on 12th Avenue was empty at the time, oh, but uh, the car went right into where the living room is. Uh, could have been a very bad situation. And from my understanding, that house has been hit three times before. So um, they are they are the residents in talks with the city to get a guardrail put up there and some some painting done to the median right there in the curve at 12th and Fairfield. So hopefully that's going to get done soon. Is it and, just and help those folks is it out.
1: speeding? Is it uh, intoxication? Is it just texting and driving? What's the what's the reasons behind uh, these three well, in one week? People hitting above, buildings. Oh, all of the above. Well,
3: it was in the <laughs> last couple of weeks, two of them in the last twenty-four hours. But the one at Twelfth and Fairfield uh, was a medical emergency. Sometimes that happens yeah. with people; they're driving. Uh, there's heart attacks. There's there's seizures. There's strokes. All kinds of things can happen when you're operating a motor vehicle. And that was the situation at Twelfth and Fairfield. And then last night, uh, we suspect it was a, a drunk driver that hit the building.
1: Okay. All right. Well, that's unfortunate. But uh, man, yeah, that's kind of crazy. Especially the one that's gotten hit three times. They need to put up like those. Concrete pylons or something like that that stops people from from uh, careening into the homes. That's kind of crazy. Uh, once again, what's that? Uh, what's yeah, that number? The- f- go ahead. For, uh, what's that number for Crime Stoppers, though? Just in case somebody can help out with that armed robbery.
3: It's eight five zero four three three STOP. And uh, if you have a smartphone, you can use the P three app. And again, Bobby, none of this stuff is traceable. Um, Crime Stoppers has been around since the eighties, and not one single person has ever been outed. So that's a—it's a program that's a very proud program, and uh, there's no way, there's no caller ID, there's no way for us to find out who these people are. And in fact, sometimes. They will slip up and they will tell us. Uh, people are so, inter- so used to introducing themselves when they're talking to a strange person on the phone that they do that to Crime Stoppers. And if that happens, we have to terminate the call. We have to hang up. We cannot listen to them anymore uh, because we now know who they are. So, gotcha. uh, yeah, it's a total opposite. Don't introduce yourself. Just give us the information uh, that we need, and then we will, we will make the payout.
1: Okay. Thank you very much. Mike, I appreciate you joining us here as you do every week right here on News Radio 923. Have a good day. Thank you, sir. All right, there you go. So Crime Stopper's number once again. Good number put in your phone. 850 433 STOP. STOP spell stop, by the way. Four,
2: four three three STOP?
1: Yeah, it throws me off every time. But like, four three three STOP and I'm like, wait, wait, slow down. What are you doing right there? I'm <laughs> like one of those that when people spell anything, I'm like, What are you what are you doing? What are you what are you saying? Why did you switch languages on me? They're like, No, I was spelling it. I'm like Ugh, Slow down. Brain can't function like that. I don't know what it is. It's like there's something about spelling. Like the kids, if they want to like get, get something by me, just spell real fast. And I'm like, I, what are you doing? I don't know what's going on. It's not like I can't spell. It's just for some reason, like doing it out loud just throws me off. Yeah, we did get a text here in a Scambia County Sheriff's Office. So this is different. We were just talking to Mike Wood from uh, Pensacola Police Department. But Escambia County Sheriff's Office is looking for a man who robbed a vape shop Near airport in Trippin Triangle. They actually have a, a photo of the guy. I guess he was on a bike. He has a helmet. Uh, and uh, Like a bike helmet on. And uh, everything like that. So apparently stole a bunch of stuff in there. So we got some little bit of crimes going on right there. Uh, <laughs> if they put up pylons. A barge may attack the building. <laughs> Hashtag uh, Skanska. There's um, Elon Musk saying the uh, the people have spoken he's going to make a move to move Tesla's headquarters to Texas yeah you're starting to see you've been seeing more and more businesses becoming emboldened about moving their business, their corporation to a more free state now Tesla is currently headquartered in Delaware Ah, yeah. I would have thought Texas. I would have thought California, but no, it's a Delaware corporation. Which, when I saw that, I went, "Wait a minute! Wasn't he just in the news for Delaware just recently? Like yesterday?" Yes, a Delaware judge voided his compensation package for Tesla. It was a fifty-five billion dollar compensation package. Now, Elon Musk doesn't get paid a salary for his roles and duties at Tesla. Instead, he gets a compensation package based on hitting certain goals and blah, blah, blah. Well, he hit all the goals, and based on those goals, he would earn $55 billion in outstanding stock. And a judge blocked that. Too much money. You can't have that much. And now all of a sudden, quote, unquote, the people have spoken. I'm moving to Texas. (laughs) <laughs> sure the people have spoken <laughs> Just uh okie dokie if you say so there we were talking about affordable housing to start off this hour and uh what i got a couple of legislative bills that are going through the Florida legislative session to let you know about pertaining to housing but first let's get traffic on the fives
2: okay this traffic report is brought to you by executive landscaping Uh, not really seeing a whole lot out there we do have some slowdown on west fairfield because of some utility work they've been doing for the past few days it's going to go down from four lanes to two lanes there between w street and hollywood avenue Also, uh, Highway 87, if you're headed up 87 to get on to I-10, there's an accident right there at the exit as you're trying to get on to I-10 eastbound from 87. It's going to be really slowing things down there. Crews are on the scene. Highway 29 south through Inslee, a little slow this morning, but not too bad. Also, Mobile Highway getting by Beulah Elementary School is slow in both directions from the school zone there. Highway 98 getting a little bit backed up, uh, going through Tiger Point westbound at the light at Avalon-Garçon Point, but not too bad there either. And uh, looks like the curve on scenic is a little congested, but like I said, uh, not, no major slowdowns to report this morning. If you do see something out there, you can always let us know, 437-1620. Um, Executive Landscaping, call us today for all your commercial and premium landscaping needs. I am Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives.
1: So the Florida legislature is also looking to try to help out when it comes to affordable housing kind of they're looking to pass a bill it's moved through it's moving through committee right now looking to pass a bill that would approve movable tiny homes i think it's funny how they call them movable instead of mobile they don't want to call them mobile tiny homes cuz it sounds too much like a mobile housing <clears throat> movable tiny homes so there's already statutes in place that allows tiny homes in florida but they have to be on a solid foundation, which is kind of odd because initially the tiny home movement started as something where you could build this 500 or 600 or 400 square foot home, but it's on a, on a chassis. So you could, you can move it. You could take it to your camping property. You could take it to, you know, a neighbor's or whatever, right? So they passed a law that says you can have a tiny home, 400, 500 square feet, but it's got to be on a solid foundation. Well, now they're trying to, they're going through legislature legislation right now that would approve movable ones. I want to see how it goes on with that. Then another one that mm, this might help with your property, like owning homes, maybe. There's a bill that's been introduced that would uh, abolish, eliminate property taxes in the state of Florida. No property taxes. Uh, what? Yeah. Which I understand. I understand uh, the idea that you want to get rid of property taxes because after all, it is kind of egregious that you could pay for your home, own it outright, own it completely outright, and yet still have a possibility of because you didn't pay your property taxes. (laughs) It's like, wait a minute. So the government's going to take my property? That that does kind of stink. Um, I believe it. So, uh, so there's not a place you can go that doesn't have property tax. <clears throat> now, in our state, property tax is what contributes to school funding. So if you get rid of property tax, how are we going to fund the schools? Well, the proposal is we get rid of property tax and we increase our consumption tax, in other words, sales tax. So. For a lot of people they go, ah, it's not worth it. I'd rather just keep the property tax in place because I just rent. Well, I think the idea is if we go to a consumption tax, sales tax, since the property taxes are dropping, then maybe the rent will drop. But in reality, you know, I, I don't know if that's – look, I don't like property tax. I really don't like property tax. But at this point, I think it's just it's probably just something we're going to have to deal with is whether we can lower property tax. Or not, is is the question. Get ready for an out-of-this-world experience. Big Brothers Big Sisters 2024 Big Gala, Cosmic Connections. is set for February 24th at Hilton Pensacola Beach. Through Cosmic Connections, we aim to foster bonds that create a universe of opportunities for young stars to shine. It's a black tie event. It'll include celestial cocktails, astronomical auctions, and a stellar dinner. Powerful Connections. Uh, Check out sponsorship opportunities and tickets on our website, newsradio923.com. Coming up here next, we're going to get an update from David Wayne in the newsroom. Stick around.
3: Pensacola, it's almost time for the most Mardi Gras for all y'all event of them all, the Grand
4: Parade. Saturday, February 10th at 2 p.m. in downtown Pensacola. And the only thing that could top the Grand Parade is Fat Tuesday, February 13th, starting at 11 a.m. in Seville Court. A big, easy-style Mardi Gras festival, including a crawfish boil, Cajun food trucks, and all the dancing and partying downtown can handle. See you at the Grand Parade and Fat Tuesday, February 10th and 13th.
5: for sale or a car or a home or just a piece of land or maybe you have a rental that you like a vacation rental that you want to promote or a business a restaurant or whatever the point is you want to do an ad okay who do you call well you could call individual companies to do bits and pieces of it you could call you know the tv station to do it, whatever or you can call pelican drones and they can do it all for you because you might think like they're just a drones company that's what they do okay sure they do fantastic aerial footage obviously But they also do ground-based and any kind of video, and then they will produce it for you. They'll do it in the length you need, 5 seconds, 20 seconds, 40 seconds, a minute, minute and a half, whatever. Then you own it when they're done. So they're there to help you comprehensively when it comes to video production services. Fabulous results, great clients, Pelican Drones. Find out more at
3: pelicandrones.com. You love your car or truck, right? We love it too. This is Mike Ryan at Mike Ryan's Truck and Auto Accessories. For a cooler summer and protections from harmful UV rays, we'll tint the windows. For safety and security, we have alarms, backup cameras, and dash cams. And for the most beautiful vehicle on the block, our full detailing service will make it look brand new. We have so many custom accessories, it's impossible to list them all here. So come see us at Mike Ryan's Truck and Auto Accessories on Industrial Boulevard at W Street, just north of Marcus Point Baptist Church
0: It's News Radio Pensacola on 92.3, 95.3, AM 1620, the website, the app, or your smart device. It's news on your terms.
1: Too early in the morning.
2: <laughs> yep. That was the first drum beat I ever learned when I was a kid was the beginning of oh, Paradise yeah? City by Guns N' Roses. That's a,
1: that's a good one right there. Yeah. Well, that one and one from Metallica.
2: Oh. Yeah. Yeah. That's- I didn't attempt any Metallica songs when I was growing up. Oh, okay then.
1: Well, that's, a, that's another good one. There's uh, uh, Woods County. So I mentioned just a minute ago, there's no states that don't have property tax. Every state in the union has property tax. But there is one state that doesn't have counties. Alaska. Alaska doesn't have any counties. Therefore, the northernmost county in the United States of America is Woods County in Minnesota. So that was kind of interesting. A little piece of information here. California has introduced the first in the nation slavery reparations package. It race-based cases of eminent domain is part of it but all of it uh, other parts of it is some sort of reparations and i was like wait a minute how many slaves were in california they didn't realize california was a slave state are they
2: just going to delegate where other places have to do this (laughs) yeah that's right that's right they're going to tell us
1: where we should they're going to say it wasn't a slave state there weren't any slaves there um and i don't even know if there's that many descendants of slaves who even live in california but they're gonna go ahead and have a reparations package anyway. I uh, got a couple of Florida legislative updates for you after traffic on the fives. All right, so we have uh,
2: an accident at the intersection of Highway 87 and I-10. That's getting onto I-10 eastbound from 87 North, really slowing things down there. Also, West Fairfield this morning between W Street and Hollywood Avenue, we have utility work that's gonna bring everything down to one lane in both or uh, to. Yes, that would be one lane in both directions because it is four lanes going down to two for the whole road all the way across. So that is really going to slow some things down this morning. Uh, Otherwise, around town, we're looking good. Highway 98 is flowing pretty smoothly. Looking at the map here, though, it does look like in Tiger Point... Uh, once you get through Tiger Point, uh, that intersection at Avalon, it starts to slow down a little bit before you get to the Live Oaks Naval Preserve. But really, for this time of morning, it's not bad. If you do see anything out there, you can always let us know. 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives.
1: Uh, yes, we've gotten quite a few texts saying uh, Louisiana also doesn't have counties. Remember, they're called parishes in Louisiana. Well, that's true. But they still that's I didn't include that because it still acts like a county. So, but yes, you're right. So Alaska and louisiana let's go over to david wayne in the newsroom for a quick news update david
4: senate republicans uh, want social media companies to do more to stop the spread of explicit material in their platforms mm-hmm. they held that excuse me sorry that about yesterday. that uh they held that hearing yesterday texas's ted cruz is uh, outraged that instagram only slaps a warning on pictures of child exploitation you gave
3: users two choices get resources or see results anyway
4: and uh, in, <laughs> instead of a warning, he wants that taken off the Internet. Of course, uh, five uh, CEO, the heads of five uh, social media organizations were at that hearing yesterday. This is kind of a weird one. A Pennsylvania man is uh, being charged for murder after allegedly beheading his father and showing the head on a YouTube video. Uh, police believe that happened uh, at the their home. It was shown on a YouTube Jeez. video. Uh, I believe that was yesterday or the day before. And a uh, little bit of a lighter note to close things out. Uh, Travis Kelsey will not be joining Taylor Swift at the Grammys on Sunday. Oh, boy. Yeah, uh, he says he wishes he could be there. He just he has uh, some sort of a football game to he's prepare pop- for. He yeah, he's got a party and he's up, yeah. getting ready for mm-hmm. it. He, yeah.
2: he had to shake it off. Yeah,
1: he's got his own party. Yeah, he's shaking it off. There you go. So uh, there is. Uh, if info is correct, four thousand slaves were brought to California in the eighteen hundreds to work in the gold mines.
2: I was about to say if they if okay. it was a gold mine situation. Thank you
1: very much for that uh, update. Appreciate mm. it. Update on a bill we talked about yesterday: the dangerous dog registry. This is not dangerous breeds. This is dangerous dogs. If a dog's known to be aggressive or has bitten somebody, then it'll be on a registry. Well, that bill is called the Pam Rock, uh, Pam Rock Act, <coughs> and it is moving through the legislature. Uh, It was uh, passed unanimously by the committee, so it's ready for a floor vote. If this is passed, it would require the dangerous dog owner to pay up to $200 a month in insurances. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Also, a bill, uh, if somebody is illegally tracking you with like an air tag or a Tile or one of these other wireless devices, it will now become a felony if this bill passes in Florida. Uh, with a potential of up to five years in prison so this is concerning stalkers stalking victims or domestic violence victims and things like that
0: listen on air at 92.3 95.3 and am 1620 news radio 92.3 wnrp golf freeze milton pensacola